You're listening to Sushi with Seema. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Sushi with Seema. Yes, girl. Yeah, she's hyping. She's hyping. We're we're on a video chat um, with my guest, who I will talk to in just a moment. But I just wanted to hop in and like introduce this new season, I guess, of Sushi with Seema, where, you know, things are a little different and I can't really go to a studio. So I thought might as well make advantage of the opportunity. Well, for a few weeks, I've kind of been in hibernation mode and trying to reflect, introspect, rest and just stay calm and healthy. And now I'm finally coming out of the hibernation mode and I'm like ready to go have all this energy in me and put it to good use and then I guess rest again. But yeah, so I'm going to use the episodes for the next few weeks or months of just talking to different friends of mine and just see what they're up to, what they're doing, how they're like taking this whole quarantine situation and yeah, it, I think it's it's going to be a good thing. And it's my way of connecting to people, too, because I, I thrive on people's energy and to not have that is is going to be a interesting challenge, but I'm up for it. So I have my guest with me. She's a really cool girlfriend of mine. I mean, we know each other for like, you know, a couple of months, but I feel like we connect to each other on a different level. Her name is Alisa Valdez. So, yes. Okay, okay, yay. <laughs> so how did we meet? Um, <laughs> that's interesting. Well, it, w- it was, you know, through um, a photo shoot again. You know, she's a photographer. Um, yes, I love working with different photographers, especially female photographers. And I've had uh, another guest, Tiffany Alanuri, in the past, and she's amazing as well. And I feel like with photographers, there's just, they're like artists, you know, they have a different mindset, they think differently, their creativity is out of this world. So I love connecting with them and talking to them about, you know, what drives their passion and how they look at things differently. And that's exactly what I saw with her, Elisa, like just her work. If you go to her Instagram, like you'll be like, wow, but not like in the wow, like this is totally out of the norms. Wow. But wow, she's, you know, breaking boundaries and she's totally killing it in that. Like there's never once this thing like, oh, this is taboo. Because if you look at her stuff, it's, you know, she deals with we shall talk about it more, but it's let's just say body positivity and keep it at that. Bring on the dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, that too. Um, but it's funny because when I, I I worked with her, I was like, I don't know if I could do all that stuff, but I have this like other idea in mind, and uh, she has this brand too, and she'll talk about it like Goddess Rising and everything like that, and just the things that she's doing and the amount of positivity that she gives towards women to you know making them feel amazing like I'm all for that and um, she's here today to kind of talk about what she's been up to she's also very like zen calm and spiritual and I think she's going to talk about uh, keeping the mind calm during these times so I definitely wanted to start off this I guess season with her and there will be other episodes to come kind of in relation to that or old episodes that I recorded as well. So without further ado, hi, Alisa. (laughs) Oh my God. Thank you so much. So I thought it's backtracking. Like, you know, we met through the via like Instagram. Yes. Yes. And I remember you coming to me you're like, you know, and you kind of said it just like that. I don't know if I could do all that with your nudes and like, you know, I've like, I vibe with it, like, yes, do it, but, like, what can I do with you? And I just remember, like, oh, my God, you're so gorgeous. Like, what do you want to do? Like, let's tap into whatever it is, and you're, like, my little indie, like, goddess. I love it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I thought you were indie, too, and then you're, like, no, I'm a, I'm a spicy Puerto Rican mama. <laughs> <laughs> 
And, but she's she's so yeah you're amazing but just how are you doing like how how is this time treating you so this time we're all feeling it right we're all feeling it from so many different angles because we all have different like social backgrounds and like different habitats too and like I live alone so I'm like going through this quarantine like by myself with my dogs <laughs> wow yeah <laughs> Yeah, I have a roommate, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so jealous of you. <laughs> but anyways, so this quarantine, like, I have felt it from a, multiple different angles. Like, 2020, I think we kind of all had this, like, expectation of, like, oh, my God, this is going to be the year. And very early within this year, like, a huge, like, this is, like, historically, like, like, a movement what's going on right now and just thinking back like 2020 I'm like I just started my own business I just quit my job I was gonna go full force like goddess rising like entrepreneur live that life and um now with everything going on I mean not doing shoots which was one my creative outlet but like two it's my form of income and just feeling the stresses of like, oh my gosh, okay, you don't have like sick time or PTO anymore. If like you do get sick, like you have nothing to like rely on. Um, so just adjusting to what can I use to my advantage, what I currently have with my skills. Like, and I think um, I've also been blessed to be able to pick up shifts at the hospital. So also going into the hospital and kind of seeing what it's like, not like they're full-time every single day, but going in to pick up and help people out because they're short, it's an eye-opener of like, what is really going on with healthcare and this whole like COVID-19? So I feel like I've gotten things from like so many different angles. Um, But I think the biggest thing is just we all have something going on right now and it's just, we got to change our mindset. We have to change like that shift in our mind of seeing this crisis as an opportunity. And also it reminds us of how much abundance we really do have. Like, you know, you have a roommate, like you have some support, you have this, you that I'm hoping you're still employed and and working from home and remotely. And, you know, those are just things and reminders to like get you through like, damn girl, like, okay, I got a paycheck coming in. I got a house over my head, like covers to, you know, sneak into at night and food. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely a lot of gratefulness for what I have at the moment. It's definitely, yeah, it's been an introspection of that. Like seeing how other people might be in a very weird position it's yeah it's definitely like yeah okay I can't travel or I can't do my shoots or do the shows but I think it's a bigger picture here and I think I've gotten that mindset shift too yeah (laughs) I I didn't sorry go ahead I'm sorry go ahead go ahead go ahead no you said you have um it's just yeah you gotta change your mind but the thing is though like almost seeing what other people don't have it just brings such a like heaviness, you know, that you're like, you're so thankful for what you do have, but then it's like, oh my gosh, my heart like goes out to humanity and what like other people are going through. And like, literally, even though we have different like stories, we're all dealing with the same thing. And that's like COVID-19. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. And it's interesting. I didn't know you were going into the hospitals. Um, can you tell us like a little bit about what you do in the hospitals? I know you, that was your primary job before you went in full shift into your photography business, but uh, tell us like what you've been seeing, what you used to do before that. So um, I work at, in a, I work at Banner University in downtown Phoenix. Well, used to. Um, with case management. So getting patients transferred to like the next level of care and like, what are that, whatever that is, like meeting with patients and seeing like what criteria they need for like post-acute care or like end of life care, um, just a variety of different things. But 
right now it's such a mind shift of like it's scary what this virus could really do because it not just affects like hospitals but it affects like home care like patients going home they need a physical therapist or an occupational therapist to come help them you know once or twice a week like people don't want to go into people's homes right now staffing is very limited skilled nursing facilities are low on PPE like they're not accepting accepting certain patients because they don't have the right equipment to accept them so then people end up staying in the hospital a little bit longer um and just like it just changes your mind on like I don't know all of this in the grand scheme it's like it's making us so aware of our health and just being conscious of like what we do with our health what we put into our bodies how we touch our bodies how we like you know me growing up my mom always yelled at me like Elisa, do not touch your face. Like, do not scratch your face. Like, you have dirty fingernails, and that's how you get MRSA. But she was a nurse. So I always grew up with that mindset of, like, oh, my gosh, cleanliness. Like, you have to, t- you have to treat everybody as if they're sick. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, a very common, like, motive in the hospital is because you're around so many peop- like, people. You don't know who has what. So, but it's, it's been an eye-opener of, like, healthcare because nurses like doctors respiratory therapists different internal systems people in the cafeteria who's going to get our food out to us and our patients like it just makes you realize that like wow we're all like little miniature soldiers in this building like trying to actually run like a system and a community and people humanity mm-hmm. yeah I, yeah, I, I've seen the stuff happening in New York. Like they post videos and all that. It's insane. I, yeah. I, I mean, how how is the situation in Arizona? Do you know, or is it? Do you think it's gonna end up on that level? I don't see. I know this is like mostly Arizona thing, but I'm just curious in general. Like I've been seeing stay-at-home orders, but I've also been seeing non-essential businesses open and it's yeah Arizona's interesting like I feel like we can't as like I don't know just Arizonans like who live here are very much people that are outside like yeah especially at this time because this is the only time that we can go out it's like the most beautiful weather before summer comes so I don't know like New York the thing is about like New York all those big cities like everything is so congested like you live, you're lucky if your apartment is like, you know, mm-hmm. 450 square feet or 600 square feet. Like now that's quarantine. My goodness. Like <laughs> it's terrible. It's yeah. terrible. But, um, I don't know. I don't, God, I hope Arizona doesn't get to that level. I doubt it. We don't have as much public transportation and like things, you know, microorganisms attached to things like, yeah. It's crazy to me, though, that a lot of businesses are still open here, like nail salons and, yeah. and hair, you know, like paddle boards and things like that on Tempe Town Lake. And, you know, that's open, too. That is open. Uh, yes. I know that because I was going to go kayaking one afternoon before our so-called lockdown took in place. But now they're just saying, like, you know, we can rent out single paddle boards or like kayaks like nothing with a group of people and I'm like okay well (laughs) yeah I see a lot of uh, hikers packing up those trails too I'm like "Uh." it's I I mean I feel for like I'm like indoors and I go out once in a while to like you know throw the trash or something and like oh my gosh what am I missing yeah. Yeah. So if I if I do go hiking, because I think like it is important like to get right now like vitamin D and like just natural yes. UV light. Mm-hmm. Um, and also UV light kills bacteria, so it's ho- and it's starting to get warm here, so you can only hope that that's not going to like <laughs> our heat is unreal. But um, <laughs> if I go out like hiking, I go like at seven a.m. Like I'm out there when, before the trails get busy, but yeah, it's like sunset when people are off work, if they are still working, popping the park, the trails are, they're popping. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I see that all the time. That's like what people have been posting. Yeah. There's, there's memes that you can get out of this 
quarantine either as a good cook or as an alcoholic and I see people on like all I've been seeing on Instagram is people on trails or in parks it's it's interesting and yeah. I've I've been cooking a lot too and it's been a lot of fun to experiment with that but um yeah like what have you been doing or what do you do to stay calm I'm sure you have your own methods to keep zen and I would love to know that yeah <laughs> Even though sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, am I really am calm or like, no, just kidding. I've uh, always seen you so positive. So oh, thank, you. <laughs> oh, thank you. You know, it's again, it's that mindset. It's like, don't get me wrong. I've had my breakdowns like these last several weeks. Like I've personally, I've gone through some like family issues and just like personal issues. So, and then just being locked up in a house, it, it that in it alone, it's depressing. And I've just learned to you just got to surrender to it. Like if you got to cry once a day just to let yourself have that moment, then let yourself have that moment and let yourself grieve, but then like close it, be done with it and go about the rest of your day. So I think lately that's been helping me personally, you know, allowing yourself to feel whatever it is that you need to feel. And then, okay, what are you going to do? So like, how are you going to change your focus? Because your focus reflects on your feelings right so if you're just gonna keep drowning yourself in this negativity of oh my god I can't go outside I can't do this I can't go shopping I can't see my girlfriends and all that stuff well yeah then you're gonna be absolutely miserable but if you start saying like okay you know I now have the opportunity and chance to take control of my health that's been my biggest thing. Like being at home, you see me, I'm like a skinny mini little like chicken legs. Okay. Like little tiny chicken legs. And my goal has been, okay, I'm home. So now I can cook more, feed myself actual nutrition. And girl, if you're hungry, you want a donut, then eat the jam donut. Like get <laughs> Get comfortable. Get comfortable. Bye, donuts. (laughs) Later. But for me, like, when I'm stressed, like, I know everybody's gonna be like, oh no, I cannot just go eat, you know, 12 dozen, like, Krispy Kreme donuts. But for me, when I'm stressed, I don't eat. So for me, this is huge. Like, okay, like, stuff your face. Like, now I know. Now I know. I I can tell where the figure comes from. But so for me, I've just taken control of like my health, and like one is cooking and eating, and the other is movement. You have to have movement in your life. Like, I've kind of started my days with a routine. As soon as I wake up, I, you know, me, I'm like a little hippie gypsy, and I like my horoscopes, and I'm all about chasing the moon and astrology. Mm -hmm. And I read my horoscope and I read my astrology. Where are we currently are in alignment with the earth and the surroundings? What's mm-hmm. going on on our earth? And that's how I start my day. And then mm-hmm. I, you know, have my cup of coffee and then I do some yoga, like stretch, like yoga. If I feel like just doing some stretches, then I do a little bit of a workout or I honestly have been loving having all these dance parties by myself, but you know, like, we'll do one. <laughs> um, but yeah. That's kind of what I've been doing lately. And I think like right now we have that chance, all of us to start implementing new routines and new habits and also allowing us to surrender. Like it's okay to have your moment of weakness and and be sad and feel and, and, you know, but it's also okay. You've allowed yourself that time and space now what are you going to do with the extra amount of space around you and how are you going to shift your focus? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's super helpful. And coming back to your point, I I kind of can relate to the fact of, you know, when you're going through something that's grieving, um, I also tend to not get, like I go the opposite direction of getting destructive. You know, at that point you're like, I have control of my life and I'm going to do something that's going to it's like always be the opposite of that. And I, even I get really productive, like I take care of myself and be like, okay, I'm going to be a success. And that's kind of like my way of dealing with it. Um, and I, when you just said that, 
I can understand. Of course, I like, you know, put out a good cry show <laughs> or dance. Like those, <laughs> those are some of my things too. I love dancing as well or yeah. just lip singing. I think it's such a stress reliever for me as yeah. well. I haven't done yoga, but I think I want to get into that. I see a lot of people doing that and saying that that also um, makes them feel calm. Uh, yeah. And I was curious to know, you've been following these horoscopes. Have you, do you feel like there's something going on with the universe, which is kind of in relation to what's been happening? <laughs> or I think like right now it's like, we're I mean, in like, Go ahead. Are we in like retrograde? <laughs> Mercury. We're not in retrograde. Mercury's not in retrograde. It's surprising. Like, I know like everyone's like, oh my God, the retrograde. But even the retrograde, never fear it. Like yes. sometimes we have to get so unbalanced in order to get like rebalanced in our life. And I think like right now is very much like, you know, we're about to have like a full moon this week. So it's like putting in, putting out your intentions, putting out what you want in your life. Like I'm huge about speaking to the universe, like manifestation, like what you put out, write it down as many times as you want to speak it out. Like I'm an only child. So I speak to myself all the time because mm-hmm. that's just how I am. But I also see that as like therapeutic is like, I'm, I'm putting out what I want to gravitate back to me. Um, I love that. <laughs> I believe in that so much too. Yeah. There's a lot of attraction. You have to. You absolutely have to. Like we we create the space that we want. And even right now, like that's a reminder, like what space do you want to surround yourself in? Even in at times of, you know, un, uneasiness and uncertainty. You know, we all don't know what's going to happen. Like this can last a couple of weeks, we can peak and then it could drop. Or what if this keeps going for the next couple of months? It's just like learning patience of this is out of our control. Mm-hmm. So what can we, what, what do we know? And what do we don't know? Like we know that we need to stay put and be healthy and take care of our mental, physical, and emotional health and um, be patient because we all got to ride this one out. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I can imagine. Yeah, I was talking to my one of my girlfriends. And I was like, Oh, you must be staying like, how is this staying a, a home alone situation? It's like, no, actually, I love it. Like, it's, it's, it's nice. But I guess it depends on how you are as a person as well. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But the so ha- do you see the shift of the universe or, you know, the full moon? Do you think that plays a factor in this and things like that? I've heard a lot of things about it, but I just wanted to understand your perspective of how that cycle is. Um, so like, I know like full moons, I think like right now it's a good time that we need to focus on ourselves as individuals right. mm-hmm. for those crises mm-hmm. and really build ourselves to get us to where we need to be how this is influencing the world I mean I'm not an astrologist but like (laughs) you know like it's interesting like some of the planet alignments right now like with like Jupiter and Venus and things like certain energy channels like so they speak about like our economy like our economy is like shifting right now and like you know I do think that like last a couple weeks ago there is a new moon and that like really correlated with a certain God and that, you know, in the astrology, I think it was like Quran and he, you know, he's the one of healers and he's here to heal us. And like, we're all going through this strategy. It's just like, how deep do you want to get into it? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. all the way back to like, Greek mythology and just like, you know, but I don't know. I, I definitely think that um, energetically and whatever, why this universe is doing, it is that it's doing, but I think it's really putting that placement of like, what are you doing for you? Like, how are you, you, cause right now you contribute to society. Like, how are you taking care of yourself and managing your life and how that is influencing the world? Like people are still going out and being socialized and, you know, possibly jeopardizing the other people. and then you got the other spectrum. I was like, well, I just like want to live my life too, you know? So. Yeah. 
but I like that. I like that description. It's, I know you can get into as deep as you want with it, but yeah, I, ah, okay. I like, I just like listening to you. You're so, ah, so it's so nice. It's so full of optimism, but let's, uh, come back towards you and I want to kind of talk about your passion your <laughs> love for a bit because yeah I mean I know we've been talking a bit about this and it's obviously very important and I did want to cover it and I thought who better to cover it with than Elisa but uh yeah so I spoke earlier about the fact that she's a photographer so I want to know how you got into that and how you decided to create like a your own space, your own little bubble of rocking your you know that side of photography. So talk about it, please. Goddess rising. <laughs> goddess uh, rising. Yeah. Goddess rising. And so tell us, how do you spell the goddess rising? You have to. So God us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's G O D D. U.S. and then rising. Correct. So like us as in like us goddesses, we rise together and very much like, oh, uh, that's been, you know, with everything going on with COVID, I have to say it's like one thing. It's like, okay, if you can't go out and shoot, what is your purpose and what has been your mission as a woman activist? And that is to keep my goddesses rising. And I think like, you know, I, I still try to remain to do that with like my posts, my captions. I try to make them as intentional as possible. Like whatever it is that you are going through currently, it is temporary. All of this is temporary. Um, but yeah, Goddess Rising. Okay. So started really this year and um, I started photography, God, like probably when I was 12, my dad taught, um, my dad's a teacher or was a teacher and he taught, taught it for summer school. Um, and that's when I really learned like digital wasn't out. So it was like pinhole cameras, like making cameras out of like paint, like paint cans wow. and like, you know, putting the developer, like the paper there and then like poking holes in it. And then, you know, learning how many seconds it needs light exposure and what does that look like and how to develop film. Um, then I just like really transitioned it into like, as a kid, as like, that was my hobby. Um, college came around and I was like gosh like I, I really want like a DSLR camera like I want my own like professional camera it at the time I only had like 500 bucks and that might still sound like a lot to a lot of people but for me it was really a lot and I was gonna be like oh my gosh like this is probably a very expensive thing that I've ever bought myself mm -hmm. and I bought it and I was like okay let's start here and I it, it was like a rebel t3 like it was forever ago and i was like let's start here and if you actually really really do utilize this and follow it as a passion then you can contribute to like invest in it and over the years i just kept investing like little stuff like outfits and then different lenses and whatever i could afford within my budget i did um and then you know, started off with like fashion photography and that was fun. You know, you can get as funky, as weird with it, colors and mm -hmm. fabrics and, you know, you can be as extra as you want. And I thought it was fun and great, but I found like such a passion and niche with like nude photography and like women's photography and like how beautiful like our form and structure is like anatomically, like mm -hmm. everything from like different colors and sizes and people are different like I love working I love that in fact I've worked with like some badass moms that are like totally banging they got four kids you know they're in school for whatever it is speech pathology or they own their own business and it's like anybody can get down with themselves anybody can feel sexy anybody can if you allow yourself to experience that and then you know I got more into like the lingerie, the boudoir. And I was like, Oh yeah. my gosh, like, okay, that's kind of fashion. You can, you can still kind of incorporate some fashion into it and be a little extra, but then like, you know, it's like, Ooh, sex appeal. Like, okay, mama, like, damn, who you be? And it's just fun. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, 
Yeah. So that's when I was like, oh my gosh, like I just want to help women tap, like tap into their inner goddesses. And when I was like trying to create my business last year, I was like, okay, like people see me as this like holistic, hippie gypsy, you know, chases the moon, drinks her wine type of gal and is an artist. And I'm like, okay, but like, what do I do for women? Like, what, what is it? And my client told me this. Um, I'm also a massage therapist. So there comes another, you know, holistic side of me. I had a client who told me, she's like, you know, you're all about tapping into your inner conscious and your inner goddess, like all these women, like you're all embraceive about it. And I didn't want to be generic when I was thinking about the name. I was like, okay, you know, there's so many like labels and logos with like goddesses. And I was like thinking about it and I was like, oh my gosh, it, for whatever reason, the U.S. like got us, like us women, goddesses, females, like we rise together and we empower each other with our own movement and just sense of community. Um, so that's really kind of how goddess rising yeah rise <laughs> the origin story <laughs> it's perfect i Aww, love it yeah um but i i was gonna ask you growing up um were you very like how how did you get into this like nude photography thing have you were you very i guess comfortable with your own body or like th that doesn't happen with a lot of females in general yeah. and like how how did you what was your inspiration behind that I think like growing up I was very very shy I was a very shy person body conscious so so much like even like high school like you know pool parties that you have with your friends like I wore like a spaghetti strap and spandex shorts like I just felt like I needed to cover myself for whatever reason and I think it's just because like doc like we kind of started this episode I'm like you know i when I'm stressed, I don't eat. And I've always dealt with like body images. Like I'm so skinny. I'm skin and bones, like, you know, and as you get older, you just have to, you have to come to terms of this is what you have. And what do you want to do with it? You know, like our bodies can change depending on how we treat ourselves. And I just wanted to start really treating myself good. And I got really inspired by a couple of models that I've worked with who were very intact with their sexuality and not like sexuality. I think when we hear that word, we think of like the opposite sex or it's not like know themselves. Like they were just like very comfortable and confident of what they have and how to work with it. And I'm a huge anatomy nerd. Like I love biology and how our internal and also external systems work together on a, you know, involuntary and mm. also conscious level, like that's just power. And I just felt like, you know, I started to overcome some of my own insecurities with my sexuality. And then I was just like, okay, this is a move. Like, this is a movement. Like this is a movement. And then I just started falling in love with it. I started loving that women were like, can I go nude with you? And I'm like, show me your body yes let's let's <laughs> show me your body oh. let me see it you know but I'm a very holistic person you know like I'm a very calm like gentle spirit and I feel like I've I've seen a lot of women though have shed so many like different layers of themselves like I one of my favorite shoots I did with this gal named Christina and she came to me and she's like I want to tell you my story I'm like oh my god that is so honorable let me let me listen to it and she had a spinal injury that she was pretty much a paraplegic and couldn't had very limited like muscle strength and mobility on her lower limbs and she's just like I want to go nude. Like, I want to feel beautiful. Like, I want my skin and my essence and just, like, my trauma, like, show through. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, damn, that is so just, let me bow down to you because I was so honorable. Like, gosh, thank you. And that got me motivated that I was like, okay, there's more women out there that, like, need this. They need their wings and just, like, who they are. All of it. Like, all of who you are to just be exposed.
And I think the number one way that you could do that is by going naked. So, you know, free the nipple. (laughs) Free the nipple. I, I must say it's, such for me especially you know knowing where my my background and everything is I felt the same way too and I think I've spoken about it in previous episodes but when I saw your profile um and I've shown it to other people it's never this taboo of like oh she's doing nude photography like it's it's so classy and it's so tasteful it's yeah it is like an art form and I never once you see a lot of these things and the first idea is like oh no it's like attention grabbing and like you know you get those things but it's it is I see I think when you have that intention with what you just said it's it correctly aligns with what it reflects and Mm -hmm. I can see that through your profile and things like that and don't worry people will link her profile and stuff so you can stalk (laughs) her and all that but yeah I I I completely agree with you it's it's so it's it's really beautiful I think yeah I I, just the body side of course but I think in general you just make women feel amazing I felt that way too. I I loved shooting with you especially (laughs) our second time like here we are (laughs) Two crazy women in the river, splashing around, falling in the rocks, like... <laughs> yeah, I did a sorry shoot with her. I, I had this inspiration to... I've never done anything in my ethnical... <laughs> ethnic wear. And I, I told her that I wanted to do the sorry shoot. I think someone, a friend of mine was like, oh, you should, you know, do something like that. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. It just like... I have I have this idea in mind and I just like I was like hey I just sh- I just like shot it out with her and she's like yeah let's do it and it was it was intense but I guess the best <laughs> shots you know, well honestly best shots come out when you struggle the most oh my god yeah my girlfriend said this to me um she my girlfriend Amanda um she's somebody that who has you know we've gone through some adventures together and Mm -hmm. has been like a main person to strip down for, or like, you know, she's willing to do that for me so I can get the shot. And it's so funny. She's like, gosh, you know, I get my photos after we're done and I'm always like blown away. Cause I'm like, that was such a struggle. My back hurt. I had sand and places (laughs) that sand should not be at. Like you smell afterwards like covered in river water like all of it all of it but like during it it's like it's an experience man like did you have a good time with that person today like I try to like our shoots you know like I've always walked away knowing like man like I spent some really good time yeah like Simo made me laugh (laughs) we acted like you know, children running around and we're able to, but still like sit down and talk on like a heart to heart basis and like just be real and set out our intentions and what we want with our lives. And it's all about the experience. Yeah. I, yeah. I, we went and had dinner after that and I even remember, yeah, it's like we we're friends almost like there's, it's not like, Oh, met for only a couple of times. I even remember the first time we met, it was, super hot summer and she was telling me she asked me this one question I think it was one of the first questions she asked me she's like what is your purpose and I was like damn no one's ever asked me that question and I'm like okay I know I kind of know that I know what my purpose is but how do I put it into words so I said something but it really got me thinking of you know what it actually is and yeah, I, when you meet some, I've learned in the past few years, when you meet someone who just, you can sense there's a good energy, a good vibe, just keep them close to you. <laughs> and just like, yeah, so I, I, I find that relationship there, even though we can't meet super often. Um, I, I think whenever we do, it's just like, hey, friend, hey, girlfriend, what's yeah, up? The wavelength, we're, we're riding the same wavelength. Like, okay. yeah, it's yeah. The, the same energy, and you know, it's always going to be good energy. So, thank you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and do you feel like I think we're around the same age? 
have you felt a sense of wisdom like how how do you feel at this point in your life versus say five years ago I see like a few a big shift in you know in terms of my confidence and I guess my thought process and even the friends like have you felt that through this journey of discovering your passion and also managing your job and all of that how has that shifted and how do you feel right now about where you're at in life <laughs> what's your purpose <laughs> yeah <laughs> she got deep with it yeah uh, no I think like you know you you learn from mistakes you learn from you know um even like everything that's going on currently in this world, like struggle brings strength. Like we're all going to flourish after this. We're all going to be really, really thankful for everything that like we've been through and like where we're at. And there's just going to be this huge beaming light. Um, but I feel like I've just continued to grow um, like confidence level. Like five years ago, I definitely wasn't the most confident girl with my sexuality and my overall like work, you know, what I wanted to do with work. And, you know, um, I was actually in back in school then and just totally different, you know, had a roommate. Now I don't, I live alone. Like, but just, you know, but with that comes with, I think I've lived alone for like the last three or four, about three years, but that comes like, adulthood like oh shoot like you are the only person that you can rely on and I've used that to my advantage of like damn that's strength like that is independence and that is like this is your life so what do you want to do with it you know what do you want your space to be like and um yeah I'm just I'm thankful that I worked in healthcare and still have the opportunity to work in healthcare even though like I don't agree with that and I don't think that that like Western medicine is my purpose, but I know that like I have the gift and the availability and the space to really help others. And that might be on a physical level or an emotional level or just, you know, consciously just provide like as much as I can positivity wise and just love and abundance and make women feel confident, feel good about themselves. And yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah yeah um i was uh gonna ask you one last thing i forgot it was about the holistic health thing um yeah. what has been your takeaway on that like what could you share from your insights of why you got into it? not like getting into super deep with it but on just the level of like what you learned because i know it's like a, it's a very debatable topic and <laughs> it's so from my experience um, I think a lot of like acute illnesses are very much curable in the sense of how we manage ourselves on a spiritual, mental level. Nutrition is huge. You know, what we digest into our bodies, um, you know, acute illnesses like, you know, infl inf like inflammatory responses, you know, like diabetics like that's a lot of most diabetics type 2 diabetes is diet based mm -hmm. and you know congestive heart failure like are you eating so much fats that like we're getting so much adipose tissue in our bodies like are you exercising to burn that are you are you exercising to keep your blood flow like oxygen levels good how does that affect you on a respiratory response like so i think and a lot of that is missed in healthcare, you know, diet. Like when you go to the cafeteria at a hospital, you don't see fresh fruits and veggies. You see canned, deep fried, processed, refrigerated food. And it's like, you're feeding cancer to cancer. And, yeah. you know, are you, talk, are you taking the time to educate patients on their mental health, on their physical health, on their vitamins? Like what types of vitamins? I mean, like, we started this call and I'm like asking you, like, have you taken ashwanda? Like, do you drink it? Do you take it in a pill form? And like just certain herbs and, and natural remedies that can really benefit our life. And I'm not saying it can't, I think there comes the point that, you know, modern medicine is a necessity. Like if I got a gunshot wound or broke my leg, I'm not going to go see a chiropractor. I'm going to go to the ER and see a surgeon. So like, 
you know, but it's just um, alternatives and also healthcare. And I just think that holistic and naturopathic medicine, you know, can have such a wonders on this world if we just take the time to, to do it. You know, it's one of those treatments that it's, it takes time. Like it's every day. It's a lifestyle. It doesn't just happen overnight. It's, you have to be consistent with it. You have to make it your habit and you have to make it your, your lifestyle. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, that's so well put. And I, yeah, I agree with you. I think what you feed into your body is just so important and how you treat it. I keep saying like when you, you say your body, body positivity thing, I I keep saying, you know, your body's your temple and it's like the way you treat it. So it's not only on like the physical side, but like what you treat it on the inside and all that. And I think it's, it shows. So Mm -hmm. I think like what you're showing on the external is has such a good balance with what you're saying now. And that's like how you treat it on the inside. So it's, uh, it's so perfect yeah uh um yeah so did you have anything else you wanted to share before we move to our last round <laughs> um, I would just say like for everybody I, I kind of like talked about um this on my zoom call that I hosted last week of just like just remember that we're very resilient as like a human race and like that we have the ability, the flexibility and like the adaptability to really formate into whatever it is that we want in our life. And even with like such a crisis going on right now, like we still, no matter what, have the ability to like manifest and create and, you know, be happy it's a choice and it's how you make it so if I can leave off with anything it's just to continue to be adaptable and flexible and full of resilience and we're gonna get through this it's all temporary yes keep calm I have to say talk not to like totally go back subject but talking about the universe and like astrology and everything Mm -hmm. I think all of this has like made us slow down I think as a society and just as a world, we're so fast paced, you know, it's like, go, 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 go. And this is like, now like, hold up, sit your ass down. You got to chill out. Like you gotta, you gotta bring yourself back to a center place health wise. And it's weird how it's happening, but like one of those things are staying in and how can you really, how can you really build yourself based off of that? Mm-hmm. Kind yeah. Of forced, you know? yeah, for sure. Great. So <laughs> on that note, uh, we do, we kind of end this whole thing on the segment of, uh, there's this New York Times article, which is called 37 Questions to Fall in Love. And uh, I just like the questions on that. So I tend to ask the guests to uh, choose a number between one to 37. And I'll ask them the question, you know, some of it can go really deep. Some of them oh, are like fun. Okay. Uh, so yeah. Uh, or actually it's 36 questions to fall in love. So uh, yeah. So you can go ahead and choose a number. 17. I know. It's like, uh, oh, this is nice. <laughs> what? <laughs> See, this like goes up and down. Um, what is your most treasured memory? Oh man. That's about to get deep. Oh, it's okay. We have the time. We don't okay. my we most don't... treasured memory. Oh. Okay. Let me think. Give me a second. It, it doesn't have to be like the most, but one any one treasured memory. All right. I'm just gonna speak on this one because it is what it is. Um So when I really started Goddess Rising, I like really wanted to do um, like some astrology photography and um, I wanted to use like this shoot of myself at the Imperial Sand Dunes for like Goddess Rising, like the moon, like all this stuff. And I remember I was driving back from California and it was a full moon of like October 13th. And it was like 
I have never seen the moon so big that I like questioned. And I was like, Oh my God, is this the sun? And it was, it was a harvest moon um, in October and it was just so orange and it was so beautiful. And the individual that I was with at the time, um, I, we were like, Oh my God, we have to pull over. Like we have to pull over. And it just happened to be by the sand dunes when we were driving back. And I just remember like, running around like a kid like under this like full moon with like you know a beloved loved one and it was just like so much fun and just like got so lost in the moment of like running around being a kid like being like letting go like Mm -hmm. just letting go of like anger that you held on to that weekend or that day or that frustration or that sad, that fearness, like whatever it was, it was just like probably the most life-changing, like energetic, like if I could be high on life, it was like that moment. And it was just, yeah, it was pretty incredible. So, and I got some epic shots after during that time we like ran up and, you know, um, took some photos on the sand dunes and it was like being able to see the Milky Way at like eight thirty, nine o'clock at night. And I was like, oh my gosh, like it's so early. Like you can actually start to see the Milky Way. Like that's incredible. And then it's like this full moon and it's like, oh, third eye experience. Yeah. Chasing <laughs> yeah. stars. Chasing stars and chasing stars with loved ones and mm-hmm. just treasuring that moment for all that it is. Hey, yeah. That's that's beautiful. It's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, um, I would just want to thank you so much for doing this with me. I I'm, I mean, we've been talking about it. And I was like, I know, I, I want to do it, but like, it just we need the right moment. I don't know what like exactly, and I think it just this was like perfect to Aww. have this. I know. <laughs> you yeah you're, yeah you're amazing and I can't wait to see all the like spectacular stuff you come out with after this and even during this it's, I'm so excited so yeah thank you so much everyone and thank you everyone for listening um I hope you took away something positive from this and yeah let me know if you're listening <laughs> please uh like comment subscribe (laughs) anyway thank you everyone and i'll see you next time bye